title of the podcast is like I'm right, he's wrong. I'm right. Um, so he's like, wrong. no, 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 no. I'm right, he's wrong. Okay, y'all are gonna understand at some point that I'm always right and he's always wrong. So Kyle, <laughs> why are we in Shelton recording a podcast about music? Because music is like life, and you know. If I didn't have music, I don't think my heart would be. <laughs> you, you, you can add to this because, like, I just think you saw this. Was that as corny to me as it was to you? I hope so. That was what I was going for. What side are you? Huh? I'm in Aquarius. Gang, gang. It's a season. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Pisces, but uh, my Mercury is in Aquarius. Okay, so, okay. That means the way my mind thinks, mm-hmm. it's like an Aquarius. My, my Mercury's in Powerade, so it's fine. You're <laughs> 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 not supposed to drink Mercury. Okay. It's actually super toxic. It's in fish, though. Like, so it's very low amounts, mm-hmm. and that's because we've done a lot of fucked up shit to the oceans. That's fair. <laughs> All right. But yeah. we are here talking about music <laughs> because... Our entire friendship started because of music. Um, I think it was more so like uh, just like take care. I think it was also like red redlining and like a little bit of racism in there somewhere too. Um, it was also like there were a couple structural reasons. Like there were like there's that like we, we had we ended up in the same place. It was also because Central had like really low tuition rates. Great affirmative action. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to do the, when do you want to jump across the pond? Um, oh my god, that's the one you want to start with. I mean, we can always start Jesus. with us. the garbage. All right, that's so strong. Re- that's strong. So this we was re- a good album. Hold up. We reviewed two albums. We did. One of them is by um, some some bloke named Loki. Um, and the other is by some little Jimmy down the street. First of all, capital status. Um, but yeah, like so, it's um, what is it called? So it's like it's Loki's um, soundtrack to the struggle part two, mm-hmm. and it's um, Jim Jones's El Capo. Both of them came out early twenty nineteen. Uh, funnily enough, what's his name? So we, we we both made. Funnily enough, there was like mistakes to be made on this because like again, so when I first got it, I was listening to the first soundtrack <laughs> to the struggle, and then I had to hit up Kyle because like apparently Jim Jones dropped an El Capo and a Capo. So we had to figure out, we had to make sure we were listening to I didn't even see the capo until yeah. you had brought it up. I saw, you had said it came out earlier this year, so all I looked for was the album that came smart, out in 2019. Smart, But yeah, like, so just so you guys know, if you've, like, listened to any of the albums, I'm sure you've listened to one. Um, just, I want you to, uh, this will give you, like, a better understanding of which albums it, uh, it is, because, again, there is room for, like, mistakes on this one. Yeah, because Loki's first album soundtrack to The Struggle, and part of why I wanted, I, I wanted to review this album is his first one came out in 2011 and it was really really good it used to i've listened to that and i've i still learn things um today from listening to that about the state of the world and about just honestly life he starts it with if by the time i you hear this album i'm no longer here you'll know why so some years later i hadn't heard his name I didn't know nothing. I honestly thought Loki was dead. I was going to say, do you know why? I thought he was dead. Okay. Because his point was his message and his politics are going to get him killed at some point. It could have also been that he just low-key. Because there's a major demand for low-key material. 
Do you think we're going to get more low-key material I, I, in 2016? I, 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 I don't know about in 2016, but I, I mean, I, I would find it hard to believe that never in his life is he ever someone naturally that talented, that brilliant an MC, with music just flowing through his veins. I would be very surprised if he, if he never ever comes back. Loki's one of them people and like his energy was right. Certain people, certain people's energies are off and I just think we're on, we're on a different side spiritually. On a deeper thing. I just feel like you're on the other side spiritually. You know? So like you nah, hear from him. That's right? not what he meant though. Okay. It could be, because that is his name. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what he meant. Mm -hmm. And so I honestly thought he was dead for a while. I thought they'd actually come and kill him. Okay. So when this album came out, I was not low-key at all hyped. I was very, very hyped because it meant was he dark. was alive. I thought I had in my head was dark. Usually I'm not gonna look at you. So, um, <laughs> is I black? I mean, no, that's why your skin's dark. That's fair. Um, so like some would argue that it's light skin, but whatever. Um, yeah, so um, Kyle was right. Like, he wanted to listen to this album. Yes. And I feel like that's like the only thing he was right about in that statement. Um, but yeah, like so the way we the way we kind of do this is like um, it's we were I think we may change the formula, but like typically it's going to be like two albums, one suggested by myself, one suggested by Kyle. Yep. Um, and what we can do for like for what is it called for like for our for audience participation is like at the end of it, you can say who was right. I was right though, and he's wrong. No, 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 no. Like so, like we'll we'll, we'll go through it though. Uh -oh, uh -oh, uh -oh. So I, like I said, I chose Loki. I became a huge fan of him when I found him. It's actually on Beats Music back when Beats Music was a thing. Oh my god, that's when I found Loki. I um, say that like that wasn't like three years ago. Like it wasn't that long ago. Like, right, but it feels like, like a long yeah, time. Like, <laughs> it feels like a super long time ago. Um, and I just. I don't listen to many British rappers, in all honesty. There's a few I like, but I don't... I haven't... Listen to Drake. I never <laughs> listen to Drake. And you actually know this. <laughs> You've actually, you're the only person who's gotten me to listen to an actual Drake album, and I did not like it. Anyways. He's Canadian. I was waiting for you to, like, figure that out. Wait. Go ahead. French... The French started Canada... First of all, British Columbia is in Canada, so it's like kind of counts. They also have a parliament. They have like um, that's actually so did France. Prince Harry is moving to to Canada. Like, of course so he like, is because he wants to get away from. So England, what I'm saying is like it's basically like England, but like colder. It's England North. But it's America North. It's like the United, literally the United States, and then North. Kyle, when we started this, you said you learned geography from me, right? Yeah, that's why I don't know anything. Stay in your lane. <laughs> so Canada is UK North. But there was just something when I found Loki. He actually he had a song. You know how Papoose did uh, Alphabet Murder? Yeah, no, I heard it. Like there was like a well, there was a song on there that reminded me of Papoose. But go ahead. Loki does a, did a song Alphabet Assassin, and listening to him, I was just so so he so he jacked it. Like he stole yeah, it. Yeah, except stole it. he didn't take the words. He just took the idea. Which is something literally all oh, he took the do. alphabet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. He stole okay. the alphabet okay. from Papoose, okay. 
who I didn't realize owned it in that the first place. That was an place. American creation. Like, like, was it? Oh, look at white we people coming over. We speak English. He's not white, so we're like, whatever. We speak English. <laughs> okay, like, he's just coming over here and is taking the things. That's he's fine. from England. That's fine. We speak a very bad English. Kyle, you speak English. I speak what I want. I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like politics. I think government is garbage. You like when dudes play with words, though. Yeah, I do. I love when especially men wow. play with words. Wow. You like fish sticks? <laughs> <laughs> but his breadth of knowledge. You're talking about, about addiction? Yes, also his diction because he's English okay. and he speaks very, very good English. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're saying he's articulate? Yeah, yeah. You're I saying am. a black guy is articulate? I'm saying Loki's actually. Iraqi, I'm pretty sure. But you're saying he's articulate. Yeah, he's one of the good ones. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. <laughs> like, Are you though? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, do your thing. <laughs> and his knowledge on just, in some ways, just what America is doing that we don't see, um, it really drew me in because as you'll come to learn about me, I'm very drawn in by an understanding of and a investigation of the conspiracies that America has been involved in. So there was just something about the way he spoke and the way he seemed to really know what he was saying. And his revolutionary spirit, I've always been attracted to revolutionaries. Um, I've always been attracted to that spirit. And it's probably what's made me a rebel in a lot of ways. And probably what's made me a rebel in God's eyes too. But Loki puts it all in a way that I don't think a lot of rappers could do in general. I think he would literally wrap circles around many of the rappers in the game right now. Um, and when this album came out, I was so excited because it was confirmation that he actually hadn't been killed yet. And Listening to this album, I, I heard a growth, even from where he already was, and I already thought he was one of the best, but I heard a growth in his ability to tell a story, his ability to um, really create uh, like a vacuum, basically, that sucks you into what he's saying and what he's doing and, and to be able to teach you. I'm discovering how immature I really am in this moment. But go ahead. Be great. Be You're great. discovering be it great. for no, no, you because like, I saw no, it No, no, be ago. great. It's funny. Like, just. And I listened to this album a lot last year. And I was absolutely astounded by how good he is now. The skits that he uses are always so awesome. He takes these speeches and these pieces of really, really insightful, profound, and... There was a level of profundity. In all of them. Mm -hmm. Like, and he gets sources and people from so many different spaces. Like, he, on both albums I've heard from him, he had a soldier speaking about his experiences with either racism or, like, on this album, he had a soldier speaking on effectively being a gamer as a drone uh, operator mm-hmm. and the number of people he killed and he didn't want to ever kill a person and there's just there's so much more to a low-key album 
than simply his lyricism and simply his ability as a rapper. He really tells a story and helps you to understand. He's almost like a teacher. He's the type of person I'd want to just sit down and talk to and just hear him talk and listen to him and be able to know what he knows. So listening to him rap is just, it's a beautiful thing. And each song hits in a different way. He can rap over a variety of different beats. And on this album, he did. Um, but yeah, that was my reasoning for it. And I loved it. I was such a huge fan. Such a huge fan of so much of it. And it's a long album, so to be a big fan of pretty much every song isn't easy. But there's not really a song that I don't like. So, um, so for me, like I said, I'll say this, right? Like, so, um, it, I, I was hoodwinked, bamboozled, leather stray, you run amok. Um, what had happened was. I never once pretended he was. You ran me amok. I never once pretended he's not who he is. No, no, but so, like, I, so you've been talking about him for a while, but you've also spoken about a lot of different rappers, and, like, I kind of, kind of blocked some of that out, right? So, like, I'll never listen to K. Reno. There's, there's some things that, like, there, there's you things, should. but there's things that, like, I'm not going to listen to, period, right? So, again, when you said that, I forgot all the demographic stuff you told me from before, right? So, like, <laughs> I found an album, and, like, low-key, I know about a low-key, low, so, like, there's a low-key who's, like, an, also an event person in, like, New York who, like, has flirted with rap. I wasn't sure where we were going with it. That's who that is? Because I found him once while I was looking for low-key. Low low yeah, so, like... And um, I was like, yo, this isn't who I'm looking for. So... <laughs> I thought we were going in that direction, but whatever. So like, I get so I go, I go to the thing. I find low key. I again, I went to the wrong album. I went to soundtrack of the struggle one, and I was playing it, and <laughs> it was. I don't remember if I heard Movado first or if I heard him first. Him first. Oh and yeah. Then, so like, so Movado. I'm driving and I hear it, <laughs> and I slow down, <laughs> and I hear some Brexit bars. Like, I'm hearing, like, like, my first thought was, like, yo, fam, like, if I wanted to hear... If Let's I be want, fair. No. He wasn't rapping to Hold start up. that song. He wasn't. He was just he wasn't. talking. He wasn't. What I'm saying is, like, my first thought was, like, I I literally, was, I stopped the car because I was like, yo, he, he did not just give me some, like, British rap to listen to for our first album review. Yes, I did. That's not what he you did. You gave me Jim Jones. That's not what he did. You gave me Jim so, Jones. So, like... I'm listening, like, so, because, like, honestly, like, my thought, my first inclination was, like, yo, if I wanted to hear some, like, if I wanted to hear some weak raps with a British accent, I listen to Drake. Like, that's what I would do. Like, so, like, that's kind of where I was going with that. And it's, like, and and it's interesting, too, because, like, I'm not so departed from, like, British rap, right? So, again, I've... My brother went to LSE for a little bit, London School, like London School of Economics. So we were sending back like Garage and like um, Garage and like um, what is it called? Like he was sending back British rap, like British rap stuff, right? But one of the reasons that it works is like in some, in a lot of the cases, the beats and the cadences and the tempos were a little bit different. So I, I guess my assumption would be in the same way that like Americans don't view reggae as competition because like it doesn't seem like reggae is trying to be hip hop. Or vice versa. Like, I I feel like Garage kind of worked that way because it didn't feel like Garage was trying to encroach on rap. Like, it, it had its own definitive, like, style and cadence, right? So it was something completely different. Like, the, the merger wasn't there yet. Um, so even, so now that, like, cats like Stormzy and Giggs are, like, doing things. You like Giggs. Giggs is kind of fire. Yeah, like, now that those <laughs> guys are, like, taking up more space in, like, American, real, 
rap real estate, like, I'm not anti-British rap or UK rap. I'm not. Like, I'm I'm here for grime and so on and so he forth, was, right? Stormzy versus Wiley, I know that just happened, but, like, Stormzy's, it, the most disrespectful, yo, I saw a tweet that, like, so if you, I don't know if you were, like, if you were seeing the Stormzy versus Wiley battle, but, like, I was, so somebody tweeted that, like, Stormzy's response was worse than, like, Jay-Z's putting the, leaving the condom on your baby seat. And I agree. It was rough and harsh. So, like, I am, I am plugged in. This isn't me not, this isn't me on some, like, yo, I don't care about British rap stuff. Because that's not what this is, right? But a couple factors come into play, right? So, and this is going to be the case with, like, most conscious rap. It is really, 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 really hard to sustain your attention to conscious rap for an hour and a half. Yeah, if you a bitch-ass motherfucker. Well, I'm not that. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> <laughs> but, like... But understand that, like, again, it's you are getting mad concepts and mad, like, history and mad, like... Information. Information. Words. And not just information on Britain. I mean, he's talking about worldwide. He's talking specifically mm-hmm. about... He's talking about Trump. He's talking about, like, just mad... The thing he didn't <laughs> talk about... No, no, the, the thing he didn't talk about was about was Brexit. And I was like, yo, fam, like, this is where you're at. Like, why am I not hearing about this shit? Like, so it, it, a part of it, like, so I under... I. I appreciated the global appeal, but, like, it was funny because I'm like, yo, I want to hear stories about, like, what's popping off with y'all. Like, because I, I know this Trump thing, right, to some degree, right? But I'm going to – so, like, obviously it was a lot of information that had to be passed on, like, quickly. Um, it required a couple sit-downs because, again, it's a lot to, like mm-hmm. – it's a lot to cut through. Like, I've listened to it a couple times, and it's, like, hard to kind of, like – I know, obviously, I don't have all the concepts down um, because, like, again, it's a lot to take in. Pause. Uh, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Why would she say that? But, like, <laughs> yeah, no. It's a lot to take in. So, like, which is one thing, right? So, independent of everything else, it's a lot of information. It's a lot of, like, uh, it's a lot of information really quickly. Um, a second thing would be the accent. It's, like, and it's funny because there was, like, I don't know what award show it was, or somebody was talking about like once you get once you once you get past the subtitles, you'll get on you you'll be okay with really good content. It's a similar thing here right. too, because it's like there is not necessarily a language barrier, but there's like a but I am taking in these concepts while also navigating around the accent. Um while also navigating about around like to me, I think some of his cadences were lazy. Like, so some of them were like it, they weren't as it wasn't as creative as people like being in the pocket on raps. So like for me like, and this is my guru critique all day every day. Like the information can be great, the information can be there, but if I don't want to hear it because the cadence is off, because the beats uninspired, because the rapping is uninspired, then like you didn't deliver the message. So like with me. I thought the project overall was very informational. Like there were songs in it that there are songs in it that I really rocked with, but like a lot of it was like it took a while to get into the album because it just it was to me it was it was a slow listen. It took a while to get into the album for multiple reasons. Like I respect that it's <laughs> I respect what it is. Um I do need to sit with it a lot more, obviously, but like 
it's important information, but again, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a whole lot to like digest. Um, so coming away, and I mean, Noam Chomsky was his introduction uh, to the album. Yeah, it's a Literally, quote. No, Noam Chomsky said, "I'm sitting yeah. here with Loki." Yeah. <laughs> so, like to quote D. Cole, like it's conscious rap, and sometimes the cat just wants to be unconscious, right? We're not always here for the conscious stuff. So it's like, yo, let's say this isn't what I want to hear when I leave work. Oh, I do. The same, like the t- no, you listen to this at work. I also that right. So it's like, <laughs> so it's hard to get into because again, it just feels like homework, right? And like. It is good. It is necessary. It is all the things. But, like, I cannot, I I just can't overstate how, how laborious listening to this album is. Okay. See, it's not. Because the difference is you enjoy it, so it's not I as do. laborious, right? So, like, it's, it's not exactly. It's something it's that you're rocking with. For me, it's just like, it's just like, yo, it's. Okay, and it's also like I think we I think even when it comes to like wokeness, and I think and I think I don't know if this is like I'm not gonna say this is like a low key issue, but like when it comes to wokeness, I think we're doing something that's like really dangerous as far as like we use these terms. I use I heard neoliberalism like fifty times on the album, right? Like there's a song called "Neoliberalism, neoliberalism Will Kill You," people. where that's the kills people, which is the hook, right? But like I think we've done these things, or we've done these things, or We've done this thing where we're trying so hard to intellectualize the struggle because people are like, people are like smart now, people go to college, blah, blah, whatever it is, right? We are working so hard to like create a language for the things that we're in that we are kind of creating a barrier because there are easier ways to talk about neoliberalism. Like there, there are ways that we can do this. Like we're not talking on like a 12th grade level anymore. Like so now even the fight versus the fight for wokeness is becoming something that's not accessible. Mm. Right. See, so, I don't, I don't love his use of neoliberalism because I don't love anybody's use of neoliberalism. I don't. Well, I don't like they, you know me. No, I don't I, love the use of those types of words. That's my point. Like, and like, that's the, that. So, like, sorry, not to cut you off. Oh, you're I'm, good. Not to cut you off, but I'm cutting you off. Like, <laughs> but right, yeah, no, but the idea is like, and, and that's an example. But it's just like we're we're turning things into concepts, and again. And I understand that it's easier to say in a bar that neoliberalism will k- kills people without actually like kind of breaking it down. But I think if we're doing things like that, like I think I think we're creating a language, we're creating a language barrier, and like it's it's. I don't know how this is helping people if we're not, if we're. There are easy like there are easier ways to talk about how like. The one percent and the people at the top are like are, are profiting off of like off of the degradation of the people on the bottom, right? There are easier ways to talk about that. Where we can include everybody in the conversation, like well, I, I don't think, think the, I don't I don't think how he's delivering it that he's allowing everyone to be a part of the conversation. See, I think some of it is his albums aren't always necessarily listenable consistently as just songs because the songs play into themes on the album and like for instance, the neoliberalism kills people. The skit right before it, yeah, is a lead in. And an explanation of what neoliberalism is is a symbol, a symbol of, where the woman is saying neoliberalism is what lovelessness looks like in public, and in the context of songs like Ghost of Grenfell. But that's not an ex- so. Well, but again, not to cut you off, but I'm cutting you off. It's like a like, book. So, but when you say you can't like, just read a chapter in no, a book. 
because like she was alluding to the Cornell West quote, like so like uh, justice is what like justice is what love, love, love looks like, in, like public. in public. So she was she was like alluding to that, but it's also when you say neoliberalism is what um, what was it is what lovelessness is what lovelessness looks like in public. But like you then have to explain that. Well, but see that's what like, I'm that's what I'm saying. If you tie because love isn't defined the same at, way for if all. If you look people. at it in the context of other songs on the album, because like she specifically mentions the ghost, the the Grenfell Tower fire. Mm-hmm. And that he has two songs on the album called Ghost of Grenfell. He has yeah. one and two, and he has a, uh, another one of the skits is a lawyer, a lawyer in an actual trial setting, mm-hmm. speaking mm-hmm. on the Grenfell Tower fire. So, yeah. I think the thing is, neoliberalism kills people as a song. If you just listen to that song, yeah, yeah, it's really hard. So it, it might be hard to really place where he is in it and what he's trying to talk about, mm-hmm. but in the context of the entire album, and I think that's why that would never be a single. He's never releasing neoliberalism. No single, like, yeah. But I'm saying like that especially is never being released as a single because it can't. that song can't stand alone. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, like, so like for me, when I'm listening to this album, I'm like, my thoughts were, yo, I really miss, I really wish more people had concept albums. Like the concept can't just be woke, right? So like it, it, it seems like, Yes, he wrote with, he wrote a lot of good songs that attack a lot of good, a lot of issues and put them all together. But there wasn't a tie that bound everything, right? So it wasn't story art. I would I would have preferred the story art, beginning, middle, end, right? So again, but even in that song, neither liberalism kills people. Like the idea that like he would drop the fire in the booth freestyle, but then speak about like yo, how do how does somebody who was a, a veteran think about feel about the bomb on the that's a fucking freestyle, like this. Some of these questions are just too woke. Well, he also questions himself, though. On Ghost of Grunfeld 2, he uses in the first... In the beginning of the verse, he says fire. Yeah. Like, five or six times. And then he says, but if I use fire as a metaphor, am I then... Forget the specific word he used, but he was like, am I disrespecting the memory of these people? But that's... so, So, and that's... Here is my concern, right? That is, that is hyper wokeness. It's a lot of self awareness too, though. It, it's not self. Nobody, no, nobody is listening. Hey. Nobody, no, 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 no one, bro. No one is sitting down in their crib, like on their on their settee. Like no one, no one sitting down listening to like the freaking radio, hearing the fire in the booth freestyle, thinking, "Oh shoot, fire in the booth." That reminds me of when no one is doing that. No, maybe not, but he might. Like so, I and as an artist, aren't you always putting down your perspective? You might not be the person who's sitting in, who's sitting hearing the radio and then thinking that, but he was. So what he's doing is giving you another perspective on that thing, on that moment, and it's a perspective he mentioned earlier that he questions himself on, because he makes the. It's like, let's be real. A lot of part of why I am who I am today is when it comes to race issues in particular, I check myself. Sometimes you yourself? Sometimes also. Sometimes I check myself by asking another person. I've called you to check myself on something I did or didn't do and I'm like, listen, I know that I'm not here. I need to make sure that I'm I'm okay. What he's doing is checking himself on record. On a track, he's checking himself because he also made a big deal of the Grenfell fire. He has two songs about it. He brings it up on, I think, four other songs. 
He did the fire. He, he apologized for an obsession. Did the fire occur during the fire in the booth freestyle? I don't think so. So how could it be triggering? He was focused, and he is focused on colonialism and on the way America and England, in particular, because those are the places he knows the best. Why the policies that they've created and the things they've done, in particular in Arabia. But as he has a song about the diaspora where he talks about the African artists who made it here and were able to do something and were actually strong in their Africanism, he also does delve into the history of the world and the fact that we all developed from there to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, so like, I, so especially on an album called Soundtrack to the Travel, the str- soundtrack to the struggle, it's like gonna be heavy. <laughs> yeah, but also it's gonna be heavy in general, right? But again, like for me. Because it's a heavy album, because it, because it's a hundred, it's like again, it's an hour and a half of content. Right. It's really heavy content. I am looking for periods of light. So in the same way that like uh, in the same way that Lupe does like a, um, not Ted's on Youth, the other one. Wait, was oh, it, Food no, and Liquor too? No, no, sorry, my fault. I think I knew, I think I didn't meet Ted's on Youth, the one that was seasonal. Yeah, yeah. So like, I need a moment of sunlight, and that was Goat Flow, and the Return of Loki. But then, no, no, but that's the thing. (laughs) So even if we're giving him goat flow, he then questions goat flow on neoliberalism will kill you, kills people. Yeah. Right? So it's just like, I need an uncompromising ray of light. So like, for me, it was heavy, it was dark, it was necessary, it was heavy, it was dark. But like, the problem with the quote unquote struggle is we stay in the heavy and dark. We don't come up for air. Right. There weren't a lot of, like, pop-ups for air on this album. And again, as a listener who is, like, who was overwhelmed by the concepts and the information and blah, 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 I needed more come-ups for air. Okay. Because even the skits didn't provide that. The skits oh, were no. heavy. The skits, right? so the like, skits are all to provide a transition you know. to the next heavy thing he's doing. Yeah. So as a listener, like, again, right. and content to the side, because I respect all of the content. It's really, it's yeah. hard to put that all in, it's hard to put that in a palatable, like, thing, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, for me as somebody who was, like, not used to a lot of this stuff, but, like, does some of this work, like, I would appreciate more moment, more breaks. Okay. I can see that. I can. This is where I think one of our differing perspectives comes into play, because... Thus, Jim Jones. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have picked very different <laughs> albums. <laughs> but um And I'm glad I didn't hit you with like some some lyrical miracle shit like to go with this album because God that'd have been a lot. Uh-huh. Would have been a lot. But like I search for this. Yeah. Like this is the, the entertainment that I look for. I don't go for the party. I'm not a party person like that. Like I don't go for the unconsciousness. And honestly, even when I'm just watching TV when I feel like I shouldn't be I'm still watching something that's mostly conscious. Or I'm getting consciousness out of it. I don't watch things that are literal bullshit. I can't. I, I, as a person, I just can't do it. I'd end up going to sleep or walking away. I can't do it. So, and I would... Hmm. So my entertainment is almost always something that's teaching me something. How do I do... Well, I mean, like, that's fair. Um, I'm trying Purposely to think... Purposely teaching me, too. Yeah, so like... Not saying you don't live these experiences, but seeing that like some of them affect you aren't as constant and they don't hit you as much. You're right. Like 
sometimes motherfuckers who are going through it just need a break, right? So, like, mm-hmm. for me, like, a lot of these concepts and thoughts and things, even though, like, it, no, it, even though he's speaking about specificity, he's speaking about the fire, he's speaking about, like, but a lot of the overarching, the overarching things, like, they kind of relate. So, like, for me, if this is the life I'm dealing with, if these are the barriers that we're dealing with, if we're, if we're working in schools that are, like, going through a lot of, like, are very trauma-informed and so on and so forth, when I'm done, I just want to kick it. Right. Right? So, like, what I don't need is an hour and a half of dense material. Densely dense. depressing material. Right? So, like, um, so the Jim Jones and, like, other things that, like, sometimes I need stress relievers. Sometimes I just want to hear people who talk shit, who pop shit in an entertaining-ass way. And that's what we're... And again, that's where Loki went with Return of Loki and Go Flow. And Go Flow, yeah. Like his point there was saying, also, I can just rip you up if I want. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> and, and I'm always here for firing the both freestyles. Like, so if, if, I, if I'm offended that he questioned his decision, it's because I'm always here for. I'm always here <laughs> Tim Westwood, and I'm always. Because he, he ripped it up. Yeah. Tim Westwood, I'm always here for firing he the actually, both. His vocabulary, Watch his me. lyrical dexterity really is just phenomenal. So and, when he does do things, and that's, I think, why Alphabet Assassin was what brought me to him. That was so, he did Alphabet Assassin. I was like, yo, this dude can fucking hit. That was funny to me, too, because at no point during this album did I expect to say to myself, whoa, that reminds me of Papoose. <laughs> like, at no point in this album, like, like, no. I don't know. Like, I got to look, look at the track list again. I don't remember what song it was, but there was a song where, like, again, he was killing with the alliteration. Like, yeah. so like that, oh, that, so that, that, and like that's one of the so obviously Papoos and I. I thought about Papoos and somebody else. I don't remember who the other person was. Okay, but like there were two rappers in particular who I thought of when I heard that because those were things that like they've done before. And it's like oh, did not expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was a cool, that was a really cool surprise. So like I was I was here for that. Right. Um, but yeah, like overarchingly, um, I think it was a great project, but not for me. Like, um, that's fair. Like, I think it was really like, not even, I'm not going to do the whole like cop out where like, Oh, I respect what he's doing because yeah, like, (laughs) no, like, cause, but I think he is exposing a message to people who need to hear it. Um, I think the job of the, the job of artists is to kind of like reflect their experiences and to kind of amplify the voices of people who aren't really heard. And he does a really good job as far as that's concerned. Right. So like, he has a song called voice of the voiceless. Yeah. <laughs> well, here on the so, first album. And even with that, I'm not going to go too far into it, but like, I always challenge the voice of the voiceless shit. Right. It's like, Everybody has a voice. Like it is, and like not not ableist. Like everybody has a way to express themselves. In that's, his defense on that song, part of the hook is you can yeah. never silence the yeah. voices no, no, no. of the voiceless. I'm just arguing the title. That's right. all. I'm just arguing. The, the, I'm not even. I'm not even getting. Right, right, right. I'm not getting to my new show. I'm just arguing the title. Right. That whole like voice of the voiceless shit. There is very. It's, there's some. It's empirical. I, I just I'm thought it. Fan. I just thought it fit with the point you were yeah. making, where mm-hmm. he's giving vent to a voice that from a mostly voiceless people he's handing over the mic like so like, <laughs> right. again like so he's so he has the space he has the platform and he's amplifying the voice using it right that's that's what he's like, so again like i will like listen like and he's talking about the realest shit he's talking about like so like <laughs> the realest so shit <laughs> that message is important to be carried like so again all the love all the respect but like i can also say as a consumer not here for it um, that's just where I'm at. Right. right. And so, um, and you make a good point. I don't have to live the same parts of this struggle 
as consistently and on the same side. Like, my soundtrack to the struggle has a lot more light to it. Because it has to. Yeah. And, <laughs> in all honesty, his personal soundtrack might have mm-hmm. more. And But I think from listening to him overall so far, I think his point isn't saying this is the quote-unquote soundtrack oh, no, of everything. Yeah, like, yeah. his point is, this is the soundtrack to the part that sometimes y'all don't pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And I know some shit about this part. Like, there's a shock value, obviously, to the way he ended Ghost of Grenfell. Mm-hmm. But I also think, I don't think his point was for shock value. I think his point is he means this. Like, this is real, this is a real thing for him. A real, a thing that sits on him and is heavy for him. Like, he wasn't shocking people. a thing? A thing. A thing? A thing. A thing. It's a thing that yes. is, yeah. <laughs> like, he might have known it was going to shock people. But I don't, it didn't feel like a thing he did to shock people. He was literally saying, yo, these people can't be found. Mm-hmm. Where, what did y'all do with them? And when are y'all going to admit that y'all killed them? Yeah. Like, so he goes deep. And then like on Islamophobic lullabies, when he says, I was also a fan. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> the ragheads and packies still worry in your dad, but your dad's favorite food is still curry. Still curry and like, yeah. Like I love the way he does it. Cause that is a punch. A shot to a, to social constructs and to people who tend to dominate conversations. Well, food is like, and that's the thing. Like, the thing about the politics of food, right? So the idea or like, culture the, in general. Yeah, so like that, like those things will like those things. Those, even if you're trying to like stop the culture shifting, even if you're trying to like stop culture, stop integration, blah blah blah, the food will break through. Right. Every single time. You're still gonna hate the person, mm-hmm. but you're gonna love the food. It's like white people. Some white it's people hip-hop. listen to rap. Yeah, like they don't um, like black people still. But they listen to rap. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your, what was I was your favorite go to that. song? So I'm going to give you my favorite song. And I'm going to give you like a, yo, I'll skip this forever. Um, so my favorite song was actually like, um, was, was uh, Return, The Return of Loki. Um, and I think there were some devices here that kind of helped out. So again, the beat was really dope. Like it was yes. really, like, the, and I, I don't know. I don't know. I said something earlier about like cadence and like and, and flow and so on and so forth. I'm not sure if I said it on on mic or off mic, I'm not. I don't remember. Um, but like, um, but yeah, like so. It's there are some devices that are helpful as far as getting me into it, right? So again, it was a beat that was knocking. It was a really strong beat. Like yeah. um, you can never talk my fire in a booth. I don't need a label. I'm saying to the truth. If you're relying hard with the mind of a moose, your circle can hurt you as tight as a noose. Bars, artillery, harsher than killer bees. I'm a marksman with beats carving them into me. Palm in me's laugh at them in the street. Wanna spar the elite? Hard for you to compete. Not a marketing dream. Hearts in the Middle East, starving to eat. Margot beyond belief. Where they martyr the meat, marching them into meat with the arms of the beast. Harvest them with the teeth. If you're unhappy when you come at me, never miss. Make you run, scatty dumb, scallywags are getting this. Trump rally with a gun carried in your fist. That's a punk patty and a chump chatty terrorist. Intellect, so the sickest on the internet. Didn't know that I'll kill you so like a cigarette. Outline, you get outlined like a silhouette. Been a vet that didn't pet the illness, and I'm still a threat. And that's the thing, like, so, like, there were other songs where, like, I was trying to get into it, but the beat seemed lazy and the flow seemed, under, the, the flow, the, the cadences weren't hitting. So, like, it just, it just seemed like, it just seemed like stereotypical, all right, cool, I'm going to do a story song. And, like, duh, 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 duh. It's like, it's like, and I'm not here for it, but, like, I could hear this song outside of the context of a conscious album. I could hear this song. Mm-hmm. It has, like, I don't know what the single was. I didn't really, that I wasn't was really, so yeah, it, it sounded like a single. It sounded like something that would bring me to the album. Right. So, like, for the sake of that, and also, like I said, I was looking for bright spots in the journey. Mm-hmm. This was, like, the fourth song in. 
So yeah. like, it was a. But it came at a good time. It was a quick bright spot, no. but, but it, it was a bright spot no. nonetheless. But it came at a good time because again, like again, I wasn't catching like the songs that were before it. Like I, it wasn't catching. So like okay. that was a song I was like, all right, cool. I could I could keep on going. Okay. I needed something to make me be like, all right, cool. Like let's keep on rocking. See, I'm um, caught, I was caught on soundtrack of the struggle too. Like yeah. I was caught once that song happened. Mm-hmm. You were also caught on soundtrack of the struggle one. So yeah, from you had a whole other project, right? Like, um, and if you had listened to me years ago, you might have not have had such a hard time getting into. But this you one. know what, Kyle? Like I have learned a long time ago to be not to not be trusting of white people and their opinions. We actually debated rap together. We debated rap together, like literally on stage. On stage. Cambridge four, debates. Four people. With Cam- with Cambridge University. Yeah, but it wasn't really like you you, you took the I had to I had to fight, I had to argue against the validity of rap. So like it's not like it's not a true. I mean that sucks for you. But anyway, yeah, so like my favorite song was like Return of Low Key. And the one I would skip forever, um <laughs> the one that gets a perpetual nah, that ain't that ain't it, fam. Um is I would say McDonald's McDonald Trump. Um Cause like it's also real though. It's real. I am. I'm. I'm kind of beyond the whole idea of like characterizing like Trump. Um. I'm. I'm off the idea of like. Um, I'm also off the idea of like. People speaking about Trump like Trump is the end all be all to the issue. Um, See, I'm, that's I, where your knowledge of him as an overall would have would help. Yeah. He has on the first album. A song about Obama. And the hook is, is this an abomination or an abomination? And it's wonderful. Uh, but anyway, like, um, so yeah, like, so like my skip forever is going to be my Donald Trump. Uh, it's just, because okay. like, it's just. That is the, my most. I wasn't here for it. That's one of the most fun songs to play in Westport, though. Mm-hmm. That's a fun song to play in Westport. Or Darius. I don't spend any time actually in Westport. I work so, there, okay. so I have to. And that's a fun song to play in the store <laughs> in Westport. Or Darian, where right. probably a lot of people voted for Trump. All right, so Kyle, opinions, and I don't know if I didn't even give this my is going to be hard. Well, I mean, you did like a whole preamble, but anyway, like, uh, what was I going to say? Like, so I know you were saying it was hard to like find a favorite song, but have you like settled on one yet? Yeah, and honestly, I think it's mostly between Ghost of Grenfell and Ghost of Grenfell Two. Oh, so there's like. Like, both of those songs are just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, they are also two of the hardest songs to get through, I think. Facts. Because they're heavy. They're super heavy. And I feel the heaviness when I listen to them. But there's just the rawness of his emotion. Mm-hmm. And his ability to put that emotion on this song that's not even about his personal experience. Mm-hmm. Like, being able to put in a song that kind of emotion and then and make it sound I, I don't pleasant might be the wrong word but I can't pleasant remember. is definitely the wrong word but like but like enjoyable you're making it palatable is what right, you're saying right palatable got you, got you and be yeah. able to make it palatable yeah and beautiful 
Like there's just there's a beauty to it for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And then to have it end the way it did on the first one, to have that ending, like that's that's one of those raw emotional type moments where yeah. like it draws something through you to hear all these different names and the brother and the sister and the father and where are they? Mm-hmm. Because there's all these people and that's just in this one tower. Screw all the other spaces in especially Arabia. And this album, like, it was one of those, like, it was like, yo, I gotta, like, do, like, a lot more research. Because, mm-hmm. because like, a lot of the concepts and, like, the stories, they were, like, they were foreign to me. Right. So Right. And that's part of what I love about him. He illuminates things that I wouldn't know. And then in Goes to Grenfell 2, for that chorus, and she sings it so beautifully. Um, but that chorus... Violence becomes visible thinking is uncritical. Listen to some thinking we're simple and dumb criminals. Hard and battered hearts haven't laughed in a good while. But storms are yet the Brit Awards made the neighborhood smile. Out your mind if you think we're satisfied with platitudes. Questions for RBK, see Celotext and Sajid too. His nihilism sets in and the breakdown start. Slow creep of bureaucratic violence strains our hearts. Feeling like an empty vessel, staring at an empty vessel. Corporate Jack of regulations, very detrimental. Uh, it was intended to be uh, among the jewels of an 85 million pound, um, 67 million pound urban regeneration scheme carried out by the London Borough of Kensington and Chelsea. Um, it was there was an enormous fire that like gutted a 20 the 24 story residential block. Um, a local residents group had repeatedly expressed expressed concerns about fire safety going back several years. So again, to allude to his point, like the invisible violence piece, where like they've been talking about how yo, this isn't, this, this, this isn't the go, it's not safe, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was allowed in the refurbishment, like, it, it, it was on fire because people didn't, like, pay attention to the request. There's um, another line in one of the skits where the lawyer's talking. He says, this is the result of people who thought they had done enough. Mm-hmm. They just stopped doing anything else because they felt they did enough. And that particular event, Loki harps on, but he harps on it for the purpose of Again, illuminating people like us who don't know the event and don't know the context or the background of it, but also because it's a microcosm of the rest of what mostly America and European policies have dictated and created in a lot of the world. So listening to him, again, it's heavy, it's dark, it's sometimes super, super ass depressing. But he does have this way, I think, like... um, the song about the diaspora. Mm-hmm. There's a depressing portion to it, but it's also uplifting. Like it's mm-hmm. not as much of it's not as light as some as sometimes we might be looking for. Mm-hmm. But it is light in the context of he's saying that even if you are a descendant of this diaspora that's going through this struggle I'm talking about, mm-hmm. you we can present to you examples of people who were able to be themselves and still do everything they wanted to. So like, like there is a light to that, you know. Yeah, it's, it's still it's still but dark. It comes with the dark, right? right? It's still so again, dark because like, he still talks about what led to it. But so like just to, to close out Grenfell Fire, like again, seventy two deaths. There were seventy two deaths, including two who later died in the hospital. More than seventy were injured, and two hundred twenty three people escaped. And see, I don't even know if he's 
asking where the people that escaped, if he's asking where the people that died. Mm -hmm. I just know from that port, that point, there's people that we don't know where they are now. Yeah. Because their home went up in flames because the people who were responsible for keeping, the people who are allegedly responsible, and this, like, this is my problem with government. If your alleged responsibility is to keep the safety of your citizens and help your citizens to survive, then you are 100% and fully culpable and responsible for events like this. All right, so um, are we... Yeah, so now we're going to get into the ratings. And we've always done a 1 to 10 system with decimals because, honestly, just 1 to 10 is a really, really hard thing to do for an album. Mm. And we'd have probably way too many at, like, 9. <laughs> um, I give it an 8 flat. Um Okay. Um, again, I can't, I can't argue content. I can't argue, um, relatability. I can't argue. There's a lot of things that I just cannot argue on this album. I can't argue necessity. I can't argue, but like, I think all of my concerns are like tonal and, um, they're tonal and there's like, it's, it's, it's a, um, tonal and it's general, like kind of like mood of the album. So like, I understand, again, I speak... Understand the necessity and so on and so forth. I just wish there were more moments of light. Okay. Um, so, like, I will give it the highest ranking I can give it based on the fact that, like, again, I can't argue with what it's about, who it's talking about, like, and it accomplishing the mission that was set out, that, that the artist set out to accomplish, right. right? It did all those things. But for me, my personal restrictions put it at eight. Okay. That's... Actually, about where I think I expected you to sit. Um, even I, I give it, honestly, I'm like an 8.7. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are things, I like MacDonald Trump as a song just because I find the MacDonald part kind of amusing. I love his, it was a good, like, I like his voice when yeah. he said, like his voice saying MacDonald Trump is hilarious mm-hmm. to me. Um, but it is a song I could do without. I, w- I won't listen to that song off, off the album. But I'm not going to skip it in the album it's because the album. It's, it fits with the album. Gotcha. Um, you know me. I've never loved using things like neoliberalism and all that stuff to throw. Like, I don't love those designations, so I don't like harping on that as the word. But I get over that part. Like, Honestly, one of the only songs I do skip is Neoliberalism Kills People because I don't feel like after the rest of the album, I personally need that song anymore. Because I think the point for me has been made. That's the thing. Like I think they've, they've laid out the point enough where you don't have to hit us right at the end. That song might have a. It's not a wrap up. Like, now we can do the inspirational shit on Like that's like, really, that's where we're at. That like, song might have a purpose for some people because mm-hmm. there might be some people who that's the point where like oh wow this is what you've been saying the whole mm-hmm. album. But I felt like for me I said it for the whole I got album. That point. Yeah, like, like, I got that point, mm-hmm. and it was cool, and it fits the album. But that's one of the things that does detract a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, there's really not much. There's not much else I can say negative about the album. I love it. I love Ahmed. That's such a wonderful song. Um, I, again, I love his teaching. He teaches me almost as if he's literally my teacher, and he doesn't know me. We're, we may never ever see each other, or speak to each other, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But he's still a teacher for me. And I listen to him as that teacher, as somebody who's enlightening me to stuff that 
sometimes I should know and I just don't. Mm. Um, so I always have an affinity towards his music. I can always understand and see the, how the darkness of it and the heaviness of it can be hard. Cause even for me, it's hard sometimes. I just, I've always loved it. Um, sometimes I just want to listen to Gucci Mane and chill. I never want to listen to Gucci right. Mane. I don't, Often like, I want to chill. I never want to listen to Gucci Mane. Like, what's his name? What's his name? Um, East Atlanta Santa. Like, come on. <laughs> All right, I'd rather uh, listen to DJ Snowy Boo Boo. <laughs> 